This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Reception Perception, the show. Now, James Cole and Matt Harmon. Uh, on the other side, San Francisco, who, by the way, we talk, we talk all this noise about Jared Stidham, Devontae, they lost the game. They did lose. <laughs> lost in all this. <laughs> San Francisco still won the game. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, uh, I thought, played really, really good football. Oh. Uh, and I thought he was great, um, and he looked and he looked great as well. Um, some of the stats that he he racked up came, you know, obviously a little bit later in the game, but that's all good. I thought I thought he played yeah, critical really, really moments good in the game. Yes, James, hundred uh, percent. Twelve targets, nine receptions, one hundred and one, and a touchdown. Ayuk put together a really really good game. He's been putting together a fantastic season too, and and yeah. Um, I wanted to talk about Ayuk because, listen, I kind of want to talk my shit about Ayuk a little bit, man. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, this this is this is why I believe so strongly in like reception perception and as a stuff like a year to year thing. Like, look, I, I've 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 lived this life with with Tyler Lockett before. Um, like, remember you and I had those like we've talked about him before yeah. the the videos about Tyler Lockett back in NFL Network in like 2016 and like, oh man, this guy is going to be a superstar. Uh, the reception perception data shows it. And it didn't happen in the box score until like 2018, you know? And, and right. man, I, I, I took the lumps for Lockett and being too excited in 2016, you know? And um, look, it's a testament to the players. Nobody cares about me. I'm some goofball just sitting here watching, watching what they're doing. <laughs> this is, I'm just, I'm just making note of what they're doing. And Ayuk was this guy, man. Like he is, he's definitely grown and developed uh, it's into the guy that he is this year. But he has shown, and reception perception has shown, I mean, 75%, 75.5% success rate versus man coverage as a rookie, and he's gotten better and better and better. Um, and look, it couldn't have been a more disastrous start last year. You know, uh, from a fantasy right. angle, getting excited about Ayuk was a disaster. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, the benching, the the doghouse stuff early in the early last year, it was a disaster, but what we've seen this year is exactly, and what we saw against the Raiders, perfect example, like he was coming up with these critical catches uh, to get the team in position to win the game. Like they could have won the game in regulation. Um, yeah. Like that's something that, that shouldn't be lost. You know um, that the fact that they got like Brock Purdy got him down there and then Robbie gold missed the field goal that then pushed them into overtime. And then they eventually win right. it in overtime, whatever, but Purdy got him in position. Ayuk helped get him in position uh, to win the game in the end. But yeah, man, I, I think I, I'm just so, um, 
I'm very pleased and feel very validated about how Ayuk has played this year. And I, I like he's gonna he could cross a thousand yards uh, next game. And like the 49ers have every incentive to play in week 18 because they can still get the one seed, like depending on what happens yeah, with the Eagles and stuff right. like that. Um, but right now he's I think even, on, I think them even fighting for the two seeds actually really important matters, yeah. because yeah, because, uh, if, if let's say Philadelphia locks up the one, right. Okay, fine. But think about that team right now. It's like, they've got their star superstar quarterback. He's banged up. You know, yeah. again, like should something happen after their first round by the number two becomes very, very important. Um, in terms of where they're at. So no, I, I think they've, you're right. Like regardless of whether or not the one is in play, I think the two being in play is actually really important for them as well. A hundred percent. So um, you could get to a thousand yards um, next week. He's sitting on 954 and eight touchdowns and he's just been so much better than the numbers indicate. Like that's, right. that's the thing here because the, the numbers are what they are, but he's sharing an offense with George Kittle and, and Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel, but he has been, the consistent biggest factor, I think, from start to finish, because he's just just because he's played the whole the whole uh, year, mm-hmm. he's been this good man. He's he's just an in- incredible receiver that I still think is just getting started. So um, that's my I'm sorry, that's my little victory lap on on Ayuk, and just because um, the guys, it's one thing when you know RP is like, hey, this guy's the guy, and he goes out and has the year, and it's awesome. It's another though when they like when it doesn't happen right away. Um, yeah. but I, I feel, I feel that, uh, Ayuk is a very, um, a very validating case for reception perception because of how he's played this year. The nine catches was a season high as was the 101 yards. As a matter of fact, the one one is his first hundred yard game of the entire season. Um, you know, again, you kind of look at the numbers, Matt, and you, I, I think when you're, Look at the box score, as you mentioned, um, and you look at his overall stats, season-long stats. You'd be like, eh, "Yeah, he had a he had an okay game, or he had an okay season, right?" Like, um, you're he'll probably finish with just a little over a thousand yards, uh, something like you know maybe like eighty catches, something like that. Uh, but has wasn't highly targeted, and I think you look at the catch rate too, and you say, "Okay, well, you know, sixty-eight percent catch rate. Okay, that's that's okay, that's that's okay, but it's not it's not amazing, but." When you isolate his play, and this is what reception perception does, he's just getting open um, at a very high rate. And I think the quarterback play certainly has not matched uh, his play as well. Uh, he, I, I said this on Friday, so good good to say this the, a couple of days before he has his best game of the season. But I said this on Friday right. on, on Twitter that he is going to shape up to be the biggest, one of the biggest, if not the biggest, do you know ball tests at wide receiver? Because <laughs> if you're out there like, oh, Yuke, I don't get it. What do you, what do you mean? He has a business the production, blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry, but you don't know ball because watch the guy play. He has been incredible this year. And, and just think about like, by the way, think about all the other guys in that offense and think about all the way that that team still calls plays. Right. So the right. production stuff, shoot it in the moon. Don't care. Watch him play. Um, look at the reception perception numbers, which is a direct, uh, all that is, is watching, watching him play. That's, that's watching the games, uh, and yeah. a re- just a reflection of that. The guy is a, is a stone cold stud. I mean, he is an, I think he is a, already a, he's a hundred percent, a legit number one receiver, just scratching the surface guy's been incredible this year. So he is shaping up to be, um, one of, if not the biggest, do you know, ball tests, uh, at wide receiver when we're having some off season discourse. I am very interested to see what San Francisco does at quarterback, man. If they, and listen, Brock, we talked about Jared Sidham. Brock Purdy has been 
wow, what a find. Awesome. Uh, it yeah. has been, yeah, what a find for them uh, at uh, at quarterback. Because, again, I mean, look at how many of these other teams go to their third-string guy and they're just, they're just throwing up all over their shoes. <laughs> like Brock Purdy's out here actually making plays, you know? Uh, is he a great quarterback? No, of course not. But golly, uh, I'll, I'll say this. The guy's not, he's not scared. He ain't scared. He's going to go out no. there and make plays, man. That's what uh, that's what I liked about seeing Jared Sidham. He's just going out there, just letting him, ha- let him hang out, baby. Let's go. Uh, Brock Purdy's got a little bit of that in him too, uh, which is great to see. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But that being said, now if San Francisco gets a, an upgrade at quarterback, whether they, they they find one through the draft, whether they sign a veteran, um, whatever they do, they need an upgrade at quarterback. Uh, look, I don't care what anyone says. Jimmy Garoppolo is not it. Um, he's, I think he's a, a fine also a free agent. Yeah, I, but there's all these rumors that San Francisco is going to try to bring him back or whatever. Because, but like, why? You know, but but why would you do that when like Brock Purdy at the very like bare, bare minimum has done just a, been a reasonable facsimile, like done a great Jimmy Garoppolo impression. Totally 100, agree. 106.4 <laughs> passer rating since week 12. Um, totally agree. Come he's on. offered, by the way, he's offered a little bit more with his legs. He's definitely like, and look, he's not perfect on these throws. I get it, but he definitely will push it more than Jimmy will push it. Uh, for the I most agree. part, like there were times this year when Jimmy was pushing it down the field a little bit more, but in terms of like deep outside the numbers, uh, Brock is Brock is pushing it. So, and, and by the way, Jimmy's a, an injury risk. He can't. He, that, part of the reason that I think that the 49ers sold the farm to go get Trey Lance was they weren't confident in Jimmy's ability to stay healthy and consistently right. be available. So, if you're the 49ers, why would I, if it was me? Nobody's asked me, but if it was me, I, I would just say like, hey. I'm a, I'm walking into 2023 with Brock Purdy, who probably could win a play. I mean, I, why could he not win a playoff game? Shoot, why, why couldn't they win the Super Bowl with Brock Purdy? That's number one. Like I'd yeah, walk into not? it with Brock Purdy, and like if Trey Lance goes and wins the job, like is just better than Brock Purdy in the offseat. Like why not have it? We haven't had a real like a good old fashioned 50 50 chance quarterback competition between two guys who are interesting, right? Yeah. Um, like we've had the Mitch Trubisky. Well, they didn't shoot. Even the Steelers were like, nah, Mitch Trubisky starting week one. Can he pick <laughs> then got a chance to start week one? Like we, it's usually like yeah. dusty vagabond veteran and, um, young guy who is definitely going to take the job. Eventually we haven't had like a good old fashioned, Hey, 50, 50, this guy's like, give this guy 50% chance. This guy, 50% chance. Whoever wins the job gets the job. We hadn't had one of those in a while. Certainly we had one on like a good team in a while. Why can't, why can't it be Brock Purdy and Trey Lance in 2023? I think that that's what I would do. I love it. I love it. They're not going to do it, but I love it. 
<laughs> I don't know, man. I I kind of I kind of feel like they might, but just because San Francisco's like, one of and like and, and this is Shanahan and they they're just tinkerers. They tinker all the damn time. They don't stick true. with their guys. Look what they've done at the running back position. They they can't help themselves. They're the fantasy manager that's changing their lineup fifteen fucking times every week. They don't stick with their dudes. They tinker all damn day because they think they can outsmart the trends or outsmart the numbers or outsmart the room. That's what Shanahan does. They're, you know they're going to tinker this offseason because that's what they do. I don't know. I, I do think there's another, <laughs> but there's definitely another side of Shanahan that's like, you know, look, this guy, Mr. Irrelevant, and now look what I've done. I've Oh, I've that's true. It. He's yeah. Okay, I've that na- okay, I like that narrative. I like that narrative a lot. Okay. You, yeah. you I'm like sold. I you know this there's this whole like idea that oh Tom, they're gonna yeah. they're gonna sign Tom Brady because he's because he grew up a Floyd Idaho's fan, didn't you know? Um why would Kyle Shanahan wanna come and be like, you know what I really needed to get I you know what I needed to get over the top? I needed Tom Brady to come save my ass to get over the top. It's like, no, nah, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Brock Purdy or this guy, Trey Lance, who yeah, sure, he was the third overall pick. We traded a bunch of first-round picks for him, but this guy barely played football for like 100 years. And you know what? I made him into a superstar player. It's, it's all about it's all about Kyle. It's all about the flat brim making this thing happen. That's right. And I think that's, that's right. why they'll go with those two guys. Dude, you 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 know what? You sold me, dude. I love that. <laughs> I love that. It's all about the flat brim. Yes, 100%. You're right. They're going Brock Purdy next year. Dude, that's it. Done deal. <laughs> I love that. Um, okay. Hey, listen, we, we've gone a little long here talking about nonsense, but that's all good. Hey, listen, uh, in a couple of days here, by the way, if you're not subscribed to the uh, to the podcast, please do that. Uh, we're going to be keeping uh, this conversation going um, all off season long. And, you know, to be honest with you, a lot of the offseason conversation, I think, is going to be really, really interesting as well. Uh, so many folks find what Matt does with receptor perception uh, to be fascinating in terms of what he finds, um, in terms of his findings from this season and applying it uh, into 2023. So we shall see what's going on there. But uh, so again, uh, go check out receptorperception.com. Obviously, Matt's got a YouTube as well. Go check that out. Uh, but if you're not subscribed to the podcast, we would very much appreciate you subscribing to the podcast as well. But in a couple of days, when we uh, do our second show of the week, uh, we will break down our best and worst calls of the season. There needs to be a little counting done every now and again. I always get mad when fans are like, oh, these guys never tell you when they're wrong. First of all, BS. Like there are so many of us in both, you know, the journalistic space and in the fantasy space will tell you when we're wrong and we'll tell you why we were wrong. So that, that whole narrative to me is complete and utter BS. Anyways, this particular show, not going to shy away from that either. Uh, so we will talk about our, you know what it is, by the way, it's usually the, it's usually the people that the, the same people that, uh, like, why don't you respond to every question on Twitter or whatever? It's like, cause not everything happens on Twitter. Like maybe, maybe consume the content. Like, I, yeah, in my recap, yeah. in my recap article for Yahoo, I publicly <laughs> flogged myself on the podcast for this morning. I flogged myself for my da- like. I'm pretty sure I said Daniel Jones, like Tyrod Taylor is going to start games for the Giants at some point <laughs> this year. Yeah, I ripped myself for that. Like, consume the content. Yeah. I guarantee you, we'll tell you when we're wrong. We're just not every exactly. fantasy analyst is going to come. And there are, well, by the way, there are people who do shy away from telling you when they're wrong yeah. or whatever. But uh, you know what? I'm not going to. I'm certainly not going to do this because like uh, I, I got a life. I know James is not going to do this because he's got a life. We're not going to put out a 
you know, a statement from the offices of James Coe or Matt Harmon, like tweet every, you know, every time something goes wrong. So give me a break. Come on, man. Like it doesn't get off Twitter, get, get off Twitter, consume some real content for God's sake. There you go. Add a baby. Uh, so anyways, yeah. So we'll talk about our best and worst calls of the season, uh, of which, uh, there will be some interesting takes there for sure. Um, but yeah. And then after that, again, we go to once a week. And, uh, and again, we're just going to be bringing you, you know, hot fire takes all off season long, and it should be a lot of fun. We're going to talk ball. Come on, man. Come join the ride. Uh, subscribe to the podcast as well. All right. So for Matt Harmon, I am James Go. We'll see you.